the squad, Pfeffer, Gabriel, Giuseppe, and the bandaged Arabella, are gathered in the FOB's command room. It's one of the Humboldt Manor's plurality of studies, its bookshelves hastily moved aside to accommodate military computers and comm stations and planning tables. Your CO, Major Barrier Brass, a uh, about five foot and change, uh, petite, muscular uh, orc woman, uh, sits in a simple but practical-looking executive chair, looking out on the city of Caligari through an open bay window. We get a shot of her in profile. She appears in deep thought, a serious expression and on her face. She's holding a lit cigarette in one hand, and the other is tapping rhythmically on the armrest of her too large chair. When she swivels around to face a squadron, her usual eerily hollow smile is returned. Well, you did tell me you intended to handle your missions with unconventional flair, and you did get every hostage out alive. Mission accomplished. She takes a long drag from her cigarette. I wonder, though, will your next success also involve directly violating your rules of engagement? Maybe you'll aid and abet other criminals while taking pot shots at the closest thing the Crown has to an ally. Her false smile falters momentarily as she extinguishes her cigarette in a nearby tray. What you promised me is flashy. An unqualified victory for your live-fire debut. A stunning and heroic success to put you on the Princex's radar. The kind of thing people get medals for. Her empty, pleasant smile uh, returns, widening saturnly, but her piercing eyes don't shift at all. I'm looking forward to your next deployment and you coming home with a victory worthy of your squadron's name. You are dismissed. Hi! And welcome to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. I'm Saturn, your GM, they, them. You can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter. Uh, joining me, as usual, is Owen. Hi, I'm Owen. He, him pronouns. I am the founder and editor of Big Gay Nerds, and I play Captain Pfeffer Boss Humboldt, the officer. And that's it. Levi. Hello, I am Levi, frequent contributor to the show. I play the envoy, Gabrielle Asmodeus, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to learn more about this beam saber. <laughs> Fern! Hi, it is Fern. Um, <laughs> uh, I ha go by he, him pronouns, and I am playing Giuseppe Finch, uh, the golden boy, and, yeah. And last but not least, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. She, her, playing Arabella Serenoct, who is also she, her. You can find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter, and I also co-host another podcast with my best friend called The Gorge. You should come check it out. Thanks. Yay! 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 <laughs> Shameless self-promotion every single time! You, yes. you also you also finished the mission, and now you get to do a downtime episode. Yay! Woo, woo, woo. Yay! My, uh, I, don't so, care, I don't care what, the, what the, the major says. I think we did great. Well, so, yeah, and that's what I'm going to get to a little bit, is, um, so for sake of, like, you know, just episodes being a little more natural, we're automating, not automating, but we're doing some of the... Uh, you know, post-mission talk and whatever uh, off-air. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things we've done ahead of time is we've gone over uh, the first uh, three steps of the between-missions phase of the game. 
Uh, the first being the... Let me get this order specifically correct. Uh, the first being your mission reward. So, uh, you did the mission, and it was successful. You completed the primary objective. Uh, and so you got rewarded for it, which, uh, I mean, you'd get rewarded anyway, but you got rewarded technically better than you would have if you'd failed. Um, so you've <laughs> rolled, uh, your, your supply points already. Um, you've assigned them. Uh, each of you has checked to see if you did something that furthered their drive, and because I am willing, uh, by permission of the rules to be, uh, generous with uh, those qualifications. <laughs> I think everyone has added a tick to their drive. I am also, as we've gone over, uh, okay. depending, uh, going to be uh, departing from the rules slightly, though, I will say if any of you uh, do things to affect your drive during the downtime, uh, I'm counting the, I'm personally counting the mission and downtime, like, cooldowns as separate, so they're all, like, you can earn one per instead of, like, one per session, technically. Mm -hmm. Um... We've gone over whether it supports the faction goal or not, uh, the rep situation, uh, how trust changed with different factions, uh, depending on what you did in the mission, how your relationships with different squads changed. Um, importantly, and as a kind of reflection of the ambiguous uh, way that your CEO has framed uh, this debriefing, it was a mission success, and you did end up ahead on trust uh, with your uh, faction, with your employer, um, but there are certain things that you have done in the mission specifically, like breaking a rule of engagement and aiding another faction, uh, that would ha that caused what would have been a fairly large gain of trust to instead actually be relatively small. Uh, so she, there is some uh, ambivalence or ambiguity in. Sure, it was a mission success, but we're supposed to be uh, making our situation better. And uh, if we go like this, we might not ever uh, achieve that flashy representation that y'all are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Ostensibly, mm -hmm. um, after that, uh, so yeah, we did a, we did the reward, we did the faction trust. The third thing that we did is entanglements, by which I mean uh, I rolled them uh, about an hour before the show, um, and. Normally, we would cover entanglements before uh, the downtime, but because of what was rolled, uh, and I'm debating just saying what that is now. Uh, act I'll save what it is now and save part of the, the later thing for surprise. Um, so I rolled uh, on the uh, on the tables, of which there are many, and you roll depending on your faction's relationship, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I rolled number six, which is called Brass Holes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, your no. superiors oh, no. your superiors issue mission objectives that don't make sense to the squad. The squad uh -huh. takes minus one D on their next engagement roll. Oh, oh no. no. A additionally, roll one D to determine the tactic for the next mission. This is something I have already done, and I am oh. not telling you what I rolled yet. <laughs> um, so that's fun. If the squad decides not to use that tactic, take minus one status with the faction that assigned the mission. God damn. Which is huge, because that's not you losing trust, like the thing that happened with, you know, your employer. That's a direct hit to your status. That is dropping damn. an entire level of status. <laughs> that's wild. Wow. So we'll get to what a tactic you rolled, uh, I'd say probably next episode, because I'm still going to go over, try and figure out what the, uh, or maybe at the end of this episode, we'll figure out. Um, but yeah, so we did that, and that is simmering in the background. 
Uh, but now we get to downtime, and this works uh, broadly the same way it did in Blades in the Dark, assuming that you have listened to that series. And if not, uh, pretty good, as we've said in like episode <laughs> zero for this, might be worth uh, spending some time on. Between missions, I'll read, I'll read the, the text for downtime. During the time between missions, pilots can have free play scenes where pilots talk with each other in NPCs and perform three downtime activities. If a pilot or cohort assists with a downtime activity, except for cut loose, describe how they help and take plus one D. Cost no stress or downtime activities for the assistant. Allies and contacts can't do this, etc., etc., etc. And additional downtime activities can be gained by spending material or personnel. Uh, downtime projects, broadly, are things that you do while waiting for your next mission to either recover from the last one or set yourself up to do better on whatever your next mission might be or to make some contacts, or to work on your drives, or things of that nature. Uh, and there's a lot of different options here. And because uh, we're going to be going over all of them, I'm going to talk in broad, like in very low detail, about what these options are. Um, so, you have manufacture, which is uh, basically the, would be the equivalent of inventing something, or like trying to make yourself a tool uh, that could benefit you or an asset that could benefit you, uh, which is something that in the rules as written, you would use to create apps and things like that, and is kind of like the developing a ritual almost thing from Blaze in the Dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's acquiring an asset, uh, which, uh, as you might expect, is the squad acquiring something that is either a, te- either a permanent uh, minor asset or a... Uh, temporary major asset that could help in a upcoming mission or something like that. There is collect, which is a new one. And this is a kind of complicated action uh, that I actually, hmm, I might have to veto this one for the first uh, downtime <laughs> because I actually have to go and assign uh, stat ratings to all the regions on the map, uh, which oh. I didn't do yet, but I'm going to, it was my plan to do after this episode. Um, but that's basically, you can shake down a region on the map you control for extra supplies, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's fun. There's Cut Loose, which is uh, how you relieve stress in this game. Uh, in Blades in the Dark, normally you would go uh, satisfy a vice and have a scene by yourself and do this. Um, but in this, instead of satisfying a vice, you go hang out with one of your squad mates. And uh, you build your relationship with each other in that way. And there's some other interesting mechanics to go with that. There's Fix, which is uh, basically repairing uh, damage done to your mech. There's a long-term project, which is... We'll get back to that, because the long-term... Well, I'll just say this much. The long-term project is, if you can't think of an action to do the thing you want to do, you can probably do it with a long-term project. Um, There's Recover, which is recovering from harm that has been done to the pilot. There is Salvage which is you take a part of vehicle and destroying it and gain supply from the vehicle. Damn. Um, you, you aren't in a position really to do this right now unless you want to destroy your mech for some reason. Um, but the <laughs> yeah, idea... we got to capture some vehicles. Is, yeah, but. the idea is that you can ostensibly capture vehicles in missions and then if you get them back to base, uh, you own them and you can either use them for your purposes or you can salvage them for extra supplies. That's very cool. Cool. Uh, there is Schmooze, which is, uh, instead of, uh, this is another thing that's kind of changed from Blades in the Dark. One of the things you could do in Blades in the Dark downtime is reduce your heat, uh, because you had you were a criminal organization in a city with a major law enforcement body, and you were constantly generating heat, depending. 
what Schmooze does on a similar vein is that you, uh, your pilot, uh, who's doing Schmooze picks a faction that they want to try and improve, uh, your relationship with. And you modify your trust according to a certain degree of success. Uh, so you can, you know, if, for instance, right now you're in negative one with the Church of Solarosa, mm-hmm. which could potentially cause you some problems. And there's, that's fine if you stay like that. But if for some reason you wanted to not be on their shit list, you could try schmoozing to pave things over, basically. Cool. Uh, okay. There's training, which is just spending some time to add experience directly to one of your experience tracks. There is enhance, which is basically the same thing, but for improving your vehicle, uh, which is an interesting thing uh, that I need to go over, but we can figure out what that looks like. And then there's upkeep, which is clearing the exhausted quirk boxes on your vehicles. Um, by default, actually, you all get one free upgrade, uh, upkeep move as part of the reward, so you all can just roll that. Um, and the compromise I think we reached at is uh, you can roll zero D for this free one since you're not spending any material on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if all of, so if any of you have spent quirks and would like to uh, have some of them return to you, uh, go ahead and give me a 2D keep the lowest in gameplay. Well, both of mine are five. Uh, okay, uh, you would, uh, if you had five quirks spent, uh, get cl- uh, return all five of them. However, you only have like one or two spent, so just recover those instead. Oh, nice. Oh, You're good. Okay. I might as well roll mine then. I've only got one spent, but... I did not yeah, spend any, and- but... This, yeah. it, I will say this is a thing where uh, I will have to ask uh, the because the, the actual writing in the work in progress document is a little unclear. Yeah, uh, you got two fours, so you would recover four if you'd spent four, uh, but you didn't. So there's clearly the ones you did spend. Cool. Um, this is a thing. It is a thing. Admittedly, I have to talk to the developers about it because the way it's written, the way the move is written specifically, is made, normally you have to actually spend a material just to do this. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm going to try and figure out with them uh, what that's actually supposed to look like. Um, but uh, with all that shit aside, we're 15 minutes into the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's actually finally get to doing some downtime. Who wants to yeah. take their first downtime action like first? Does anyone specifically have something in mind like immediately? Uh, or should I just uh, put someone on the spot? <laughs> well, um, so Stiletto, I want to train uh, Insight. And we have the training building for that, so for the action, I get 2 XP to my insight track. Yeah, so how are you training your insight? So, uh, this is a good question. Pfeffer, what's the... Do you want to... Do you think there's, like, a library or a study? There's definitely, like, a library. um, I think I might have even said as much in the the cold open for this episode. Uh, There's, like, a, a, a... a wealth of libraries and studies and things uh, more than anyone actually uses is my yeah. estimation. <laughs> if you're looking for some books, you can fucking find some books to read is yeah. my thought on that. And yeah. yeah. So yeah, Gabrielle, she just got like, she's in like her comfy clothes. Is like, all right, apparently I'm supposed to know how machines work. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's going to have uh, Goldie point her to some like, Oh, I don't know, like engineering books or um. Since some of you are actually in the roll twenty game, which oh, I completely oh skipped totally my forgot. mind, uh, I'm Hold going on. to I'm take you right all now. to the splash screen. Oh, nice. I opened roll twenty, oh, but I didn't. But I didn't actually sign in. Oops. I just had it open for no oh, yeah. reason. 
You're good. I was forgetting something. So on the splash screen, which I'll just say for the listeners, uh, we have the map, which I've uh, distributed around a bit, and you can find uh, retweeted on the uh, Twitter for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has uh, their the crew's relationships with different squadrons. It has some little portraits of some NPCs, uh, stuff like that. So a little, little nice quality of life thing for between missions to be here. Uh, but yeah, so you uh, go ahead and put your put your nose in the books, so to speak, and get some mechanical knowledge. Who wants to take their first downtime action next? Um, well, I have had for a bit. Um, so I think that okay. So I've got four stress. I should probably cut loose. Um, you should. Yeah. Who who are you cutting loose with? Okay, so... <laughs> and what are you so, cutting loose doing? <laughs> okay, so I think this is probably a good time for me to, like, read off the connections, which we had sort of left uh, off of air. Yes. Uh, for for a while. Um, so I'm just going to read um, all of the beliefs that I have about my co-pilots. Um, so for Arabella Red Staranacht, she refuses to see how her actions affect the squad. <laughs> For Giuseppe Golden Boy Finch, he needs an experienced mentor, which is especially funny now that we have encountered um, <laughs> the experienced mentor the that, experienced he mentor that I specifically yeah. ran away from. <laughs> um, and uh, Gabrielle Stiletto as Medeus. Her reputation precedes her, and it worries me. Um, and so. Just based on that, I think Giuseppe makes the mo- makes the best sense for cutting loose with. Um, and I have been thinking in my head about. I've had two different, very distinct scene ideas okay. for how I wanted to do this. Yeah, um, uh, I would say while you uh, think of how to phrase it. So what I'm going. To, so the thing to say here also is uh, by default. Uh, I mean, A, obviously, Giuseppe has to agree to participate. Like, you okay. have to be like, yeah, it's cool, my character would do this with you. Um, but by default, uh, these scenes are not two ways. You could, if you wanted to, say, like, yeah, I'm also going to spend my first action doing uh, this, and you would both recover stress from this. But by default, this is just a this is just for Pfeffer. Uh, it's entirely right. possible Giuseppe gets nothing out of this interaction. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I want to lay that out directly because like you don't have to feel obligate to be like it, the, we can have situations where someone is recovering stress and the other person's like man the things you do for friends <laughs> <laughs> good with that in mind uh, <laughs> what were you thinking the scene what you, what kind of scene were you thinking of here Owen so I think because of the context that of uh, the last time. Um, I think that basically at some point after the debriefing, um, he is going to uh, approach Giuseppe with like with like a bottle of what hmm, what would be a good drink in this situation? Oh, for I'm, like a guy like him, like brandy, probably. And he is going to say. Um, uh, you know, I had thought about what I wanted to do, but not how to open it up. But also, I feel like that could also be the in-character situation. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> he, like, yeah. just, like... Approaches just him. He's like approaches him holding a bottle of alcohol and just yeah. like holds the alcohol and tries to say something. Um, I think. Hey, huh? <laughs> um, I think that like what he says is like something along the lines of "So, congratulations, uh, first successful mission with uh, ro- with Royal Blue." I do have a few questions about what happened back there, and I've got this to make it all a lot less awkward. <laughs> Great. Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might need another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess we, w- we will, I guess, drink in his study. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we can play out the scene for as much or as little, you know, as you both feel like doing, so just let me know when you are feeling like you're done, basically, and we'll work I it out from like, there. feel like, okay, so I feel like this is something, like, that in character is, like, lasting a long time, but basically what's happening is that this is combination, like, oh, getting to, knew the new, getting to know the new guy, and also finding out what was up with that, because I... The lady... <laughs> Yeah, I was not privy to the brain conversation you two had, but the fact that you're from the same faction made me think that you might know who that was. And so I guess my question in abstract, out-of-character way is, like, how much would you reveal about that? And Um, also, I -hmm. realized that, like, um, (laughs) this is information that, like, the listeners might not necessarily know yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, because there is a an openings thing, but yeah. Um, right. Uh, so I, so, I believe we have mentioned to some capac- in some capacity on air at least that uh, uh, Giuseppe has a rival. Yeah, we know from, who is who is a mentor of <laughs> who is a mentor of some kind, uh, and and also and also for what it's worth, not like the oh, the Patreon episode like goes in exhaustive detail over that relationship or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what what would you tell him? Uh, lubricated by a bottle or two of fine brandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think her name's Felicity. Uh, she was my... They're called rosaries um, when it, like it's basically just a squad, but we call them rosaries to be a little cooler. Um, and uh, she was the leader of my my rosary and she also was a friend of my dad ah and i think that at that point um at that point humble who's already a little tipsy is going to like start talking about like his dad and i feel like this might become one of those like sort of back and forth things Mm -hmm. where like people are like sharing family like stories and as soon as like someone mentions a different sort of family member the other person immediately mm-hmm. speaking of third cousins I, there's a wild story about mine it winds up at some point uh with like pfeffer like gesturing at one of like the big old like paintings he has like up in the study Excellent. and it's of a um it's of like a squid person like him but like pfeffer is sort of like a bluish gray and this guy is sort of like this like angry vivid red and also his like like the tentacles on his beard are like curled up a little bit more like they're not relaxed and he's (laughs) hold on is he like a vampire squid (laughs) (laughs) well um well humboldt squids flash red when they're aggressive 
Oh. Um, Learning a lot up. about squids. I know yeah. too much. I'm so sorry. They have three hearts. <laughs> the fish nerd is here. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, and so he's like, he's got the bottle in his hand, and he gestures, and he goes, My great-grandfather, Grimaldi Humboldt, was a privateer. Mm-hmm. They called him the Red Devil, because he always had a cunning trick up his sleeve to get the better of his foes, and he was so good at it, the monarch said, We're going to give you this newfangled walking dreadnought just to see what you'll do with it. At least that's how grandmother always said it. And she's been in the family ever since. I was wondering where that old thing came from. Yep, we have been keeping her in working condition for a hundred years. How... How... Like, it's it's really large. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the time, that was all they had. She didn't need to be any more smaller or maneuverable because she was going up against things the same size as her. But how much of that is, like, empty? Or is it all just machine in there? He, um, he sort of, like... <laughs> Golden Boy is a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of, like... Uh, reaches up and, like, taps the side of his nose and says, well, some of it just makes for redundant parts, so it makes her harder to bring down, but also got a couple hidden tricks up there. And some undeclared <laughs> load items, so to like speak. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <This is delightful. laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna give it all away right now. No, what? no, no, no! I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, out of character, well, out of character, I can't reveal yeah. anything. But I, I think know. that maybe, I think maybe that means that like the second phase of this like thing is us just going out to the mech bay and me like opening up the hatch and like yeah, you pop the, the hood and like look right. at this, got the V eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say that seems that seems like as good a place as any. I enjoy yeah. that a lot. Um, so, so, just, yeah. so what you do is well. First, actually, let me also ask uh, Giuseppe: Are you planning to spend? Would you be spending your first downtime action like reciprocating this, or is this just going to be a feffer thing? Well, I do have one stress, and if this can get rid of that one stress, then I will start the next. Uh, um, there, thing. I will say you have one stress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, there is still a overindulgence if that's a thing you're worried about. If you're not okay. worried about oh. it, that's fine. <laughs> okay, maybe I maybe I won't. Maybe, but I'm not <laughs> ju- like I I I am. Yeah, it isn't that I did not enjoy the time. It's just that it is just. You know, you, you yeah. weren't you, you weren't you weren't trying. To also, I was it very, very, very glad to stop talking about Sister Felicity <laughs> Great. as soon as we did. So, um, what you'll do is you're going to roll dice equal to the ticks in your relationship clock with the pilot joining you, Pfeffer. So you're going to roll me one d six. Hey, four. you got a four, so you would recover nice, four stress. That is- that is all of my stress. That is exactly what I wanted. Oh, how nice. Oh, perfect. I'm glad to know that if you had recovered more stress, it would have been a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the other thing you do is now you add another tick to your relationship clock with Giuseppe. And then okay. on that, and in the second line, uh, whenever you think of one uh, based on this interaction, which we can come back to, uh, mm-hmm. you would write a second belief that you have about Giuseppe. Okay. 
Um, and, and so, if you have one in mind, we can just spit it out now, but if you want to think about it, we can come back to you. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I might need a minute to think on that. Yeah, no sweat. So, in our first round, we still have Arabella and Giuseppe. Who wants to go, f- who wants to go next? Uh, I've been, sorry, I've been just thinking, because um, there's a thing, there's a handful of things I want to do. Yeah. So, um, well, let's go over it. What are the things you want to do? The primary one is heal harm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other is cut loose, and the third is either insight training or dealing with Volk's shoulder damage. But it is a very, it's a 1D, it's like a, it's a level it, now, 1 well, he, has, he just has a level 1 harm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the thing with level one with level one damage is that if you do the the repair action at all mm-hmm. uh, or the fix action specifically, it doesn't matter what you get. Oh, as long as you do it. Okay. The thing the thing with it is that you would do the repair action for the healing clock, and if you take more damage, that progress gets wiped out. But considering you don't have other high damage right now, like you can literally just say like I do that and then do it. Okay. So is that mm-hmm. something you'd want to do? Yeah, let's. Uh, that's probably the highest priority of Arabella is to get the is to get the mech back in tip top shape. Of course. All right. Um. Well. Uh. Roll me your engineer and tell me what fixing his shoulder wound looks like. Uh. Ooh, wrong thing to copy. Uh, it's technically, you don't need to roll this, but I figure just for just because it asks you to. Well, it's a six. <laughs> well. Uh. So also, I guess. For what it's worth, go ahead and put three on your uh, on your uh, repair clock, but oh, you don't need it, you know. Uh, so yeah, what does it look like? like? How how do you go about fixing a shoulder? Any specific oh. thing you do, or uh, well, it's an engineer role. I want to believe because we don't actually have anybody on staff yet to help with with. Yeah, no, you you have the workshop, so it doesn't cost you stress. Like you have the right. tools to do it, but like you're a pretty small operation, so you probably don't have a whole lot of help. Yeah, the way this looks then is that uh, Bella calls uh, <laughs> the LTRF. Oh my god! Yeah, him on like video call and just starts haranguing them into helping like walk her through fixing this because she knows enough about like mechanics because you know she knows uh, she has like a weird knowledge of of mechs in general, and then she also had to put back together her old busted ass truck for however many years but I like the, Volk I like is the special. idea I like the idea of this because we have to keep in mind the LTRF despite being a faction despite sharing a faction with you and mm-hmm. you like kind of having connections to them they still have a negative one with your oh, yeah. squad generally <laughs> yeah. which means that they would go which means they would they would harm you if they didn't have to take special effort to do so. I know. Exactly. It's probably just, because Bella sucks. I'm just I'm just very very gay about the image of Bella like perched on uh Volk's shoulder like with a phone between the shoulder uh, her shoulder and her ear. Like yes. The like grease 
grease grease yeah, smudge. She, yeah. She she's got like uh she's got like a like a video call going. Yeah. So stop complaining. <laughs> video call in that position, so it's just mostly just Arabella's like jawbone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally absolutely. she takes it and moves it so that they can see what she's talking about. God, I love it. Cool. Pestering yeah. these dorks at LTRF to help God. her fix her mech. It's like I don't care how busy you are. This is your fancy prototype. Don't you want it in tip-top shape? Now shut up and show me how to do this. Yeah, the answer is yes, which is the only reason they're helping you right now. (laughs) (laughs) If it were for anything else, they'd tell you to go fuck yourself. Exactly. Uh, Cool. All right. So last but not least... uh, Oh, you know, that's right. Gabrielle did... Oh, wait, that's right. Uh, Giuseppe still hasn't gone. Yes. Uh, So what are you thinking you want to do with your first downtime? Okay, so... um... I, I want to talk to to Levi about this because I think we were both thinking of possibly like working on a project together with uh, the with to find a doctor, right? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I what, was... And what I will say, depending which of you wants to do it, uh, one of you can help the other and just describe how you do it, and it gives you an extra dice and doesn't cost the other person downtime actions. Okay. Uh, so if that's something you want to get out of the way now, like yeah. Fern could do it, and then Gabrielle could like say how she helps do it. Yeah. The one thing is like I was like I don't I'm not sure about connections, but I'm looking at my list of allies, and it was anybody interested like who has a knowledge of anatomy could end up being like a doctor. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't like where this is going, but continue. And, um, <laughs> So one of my connections is Kausar, a kind murderer. Mm. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's that's no, bad. We don't. No, want I that. love this. I love this. So you want to source? You want to source this murderer to uh, a kind murderer to be he's, fair to to not... do your to do your doctoring? I just think it might be cool. Okay. Well, no, here's the thing. Uh, I as love a potential that. patient, I think that's very bad. Now, I, I, I won't help with that. Now, no, he's well, kind. Well, no, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're technically not at the whether Gabrielle's involved stage right now. Yeah. Because the first thing we have to do is declare uh, declare an ally, I think it's called. Uh, or declare a connection. Yeah, let me find the ruling for that because that's just a thing that you can do. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just getting the um the oh. idea from there, and I'm just thinking of this doctor that's like low key like Dexter. Okay, uh, so <laughs> you couldn't even jump to Hannibal. You went you went, you went over to Kmart and picked up Dexter. <laughs> so um, here's how I. Let me double. I'm almost there. I almost found it. Uh, fucking like no, Giuseppe's like, oh yeah, I do know a doctory person. <laughs> Pulls okay, so horrible man. <laughs> Once per session, a pilot can declare they have an old friend who can help. They can be someone from the pilot's past, an NPC that has not yet interacted with them, or a previously declared ally. Describe the scenario of when you last saw them, and make an action roll appropriate for those circumstances. So, when's the last time you saw Kauzar? What were you doing? Okay, so I think it was on, um, at Astra. So, at a good few years ago at this point. Yeah, like about six or seven years ago. Um, more uh, than that, I think that was, I think that, I think the crash happened seven years ago. Okay, so seven so years like, ago. Yeah, seven-ish, if not more, depending. Yeah, and, um, like... 
I think Giuseppe had the flu and Nor took them to Kausar, who was also working as a doctor there. Okay. Um, So make an action roll appropriate for the circumstances. So Um, I an action roll. Hmm. uh, So So my instinct is unless unless, we'll we'll hear what actually no, let's hear what Owen has to say first. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I figure the reason that, like, a kind murderer is on, like, the empath sheet is because it comes down to, like, the nature of empathy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, like, you figured out his his deal with your powers or something? I don't know. Okay, I might have, like, been like, oh, this person's dangerous. Um, like, at some point. Oh, either that that or I might not even know he's a murderer yet or was that it would that be something I know because it's on I would say that you if you don't know it you at least have reasonable suspicion okay <laughs> so yeah that's my instinct I, here yeah um it, like everybody's got bad things in their past sometimes and sometimes it involves <laughs> murder well, I'm glad that you have an open mind about that. Uh, it's um, fine. At, at, uh, what I'll say is, at uh, lack of any other appropriate uh, things I can think of, I'm just going to go and say consort by default uh, is what it okay. sounds like to me. So go ahead and give me a consort roll. Okay, I have one in that, so... Uh, better than zero? <laughs> okay, a four. Um, so how are you reaching out to Kauzar specifically? Like, how did you... Did you just encounter this person or like did you specifically go looking for them or i think i have his card and i'm just like we need a doctor i know a person that's doctor e and oh. uh like i i will like uh, contact him like it's in my old contacts i know that he moved to out of adrastra before the stuff happened Okay, uh, I guess for since since we're declaring him, potentially bringing him on board, uh, what does he look like? Uh, FaceTiming him, I guess, uh, or whatever, or like meeting him somewhere, whatever that looks like. Hmm. Well, I think he's a balk. Oh, good. <laughs> um, I like oh. we're starting. <laughs> and like, just like perhaps more of like. A chubby, jolly Bauk. Oh, good. Um, and is just Maybe like. Maybe like a big beard. Yeah, with yeah, a big, why not? bushy, like, bushy, like, the fluffiest thing in the world. Oh, um, great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I think w- I, like, contact him and like we're both still in each other's contacts, perhaps, or maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, but this is somebody from Ad Astra who was not connected to the church who has moved on. Yeah. Um, well, you rolled a four, uh, and I will continue reading the move. On a four to six, you're on good terms with the ally, and they're likely Yay. to help you. Right. Um, so, uh, Kauzar, uh, very happy to see you, as charming as ever he is. Uh, <laughs> I... I, I I don't know that I have it in me to try and figure out what the fuck that is, what the fuck that looks and sounds like right now. Uh, so I might I might take a rain check on on that one and think about it uh, because I'll be real, a uh, kind murderer. I I didn't see that one on the sheet originally. Didn't didn't really think about it at all. So 
it's kind of, my brain's kind of still buffering as it were um <laughs> Uh, you're you're in GM mode in a physical session. This is where like okay, smoke break. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but instead, uh, I'm just going to make a note of him so that I can play him up more a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would be likely to help you. Um, and I would start the call. Well, uh, uh, after like pleasantries, it would be like, "Hey, are you looking for a job right now?" Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's say. Give me another consort role, and we're going to start the long-term project, which okay. will probably be short, uh, because, again, I think he'd be amenable to help you. It's just he would need to be convinced or be set up or whatever. Yeah, he's got so. to, like, move. Like, yeah. He, may, he might already have a job. A three. Okay, so on a long-term project, a three would be like... So what we'll say is uh, he's very... He's up for it. Uh, he probably, honestly, he probably lives like in Grand Icon space right now. Mm-hmm. Like, not maybe not even space. Like maybe on the ground. Like probably kind of. Uh, I, I I feel like there was kind of if there was anyone who had any kind of associated with with Ad Astra, they there was kind of probably a diaspora of some kind. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't know when this is gonna happen again. I don't want to be on board when it does. Mm-hmm. Um. So he'd probably live in, uh, on the ground somewhere, uh, maybe went back to the uh, cavern lands, the sort of uh, Balk ancestral uh, kind of homelands that they survived uh, the Dark Age through, more or less. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call this a four-tick. So uh, you're going to start with one on the four-tick. And uh, the what he tells you is uh, effectively, like, yeah, I would love to, uh, but I do need to... Uh, you know, be set up with uh, appropriate materials and compensation and all, of course. Uh, I've kind of set up shop down here, but, you know, you're, you're the, you're, despite the, the many years it's been, you're still much closer of a friend to me than uh, anyone I spend a whole lot of time with right now. So moving all the way over to Caligari isn't, isn't beyond me. Uh, but if you can sort out getting Ensuring I'll have what I'll need to have my own decent living, uh, I would be more than happy to accommodate you. Sounds good. I will see what I can do. Wonderful. I, I think he has a smile with his eyes kind of thing. Almost like a weird counterpoint to your CO. Uh, his, <laughs> he incredibly smiles with his eyes in a way that, like, there's this, like, inner joyousness that is, like, completely undeniable and just sort of the be existing as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is weird considering that you know or suspect he is a murderer. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I don't know, I'm not entirely sure if I, I, I might be like, hey, uh, this this friend that I'm bringing over, uh, like just 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 sometimes a little shady. Just just keep that in mind. Uh, but I might not be like, uh, yeah, I think he killed three people. <laughs> oh, you know what? I I had a great idea, and it's that you don't know. It's not like it ever came up. Not like you've ever talked about it. Not like he was like someone who was tried for anything. It's that you glanced at his thoughts once, and he was thinking about it, and you don't oh, recognize. So and it's not like it's not like you. It's like oh, there's a very clear memory or whatever. Not anyone you'd recognize. Anyone you were ever able to dig anything up on. But like, it's the kind of thing where like 
sure sometimes people idly think about violence, but it was a degree of clarity and memory to which you would not associate with like idle imagination or like mm. a wandering thought. Uh, is I, I think that's what it works because since you're the you're the telepath, you know, yeah. uh, that seems appropriate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and you're like, well, he's a good doctor. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> he's um, been a good doctor all the time that I've known him, which yeah. was for three years. Like seven eight years, years ago, ago. Seven, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so with that, we have finished our first uh, part of the downtime, which is the first action of all four of you. Oh, we got two more of these. Yeah, uh, okay. So with that in mind, uh, who wants to take their second downtime action first? Well, now, okay, so we do not have him as like a full-time recruit, but like... Not yet, but the, the the long-term project for it is short, and, like, once right, it's yeah. full, he will, he will be there. Right. But, like, since he is open to helping right now, do you think that he is, like, available, like, right now for healing, or... Uh, I think that... you would still have to finish the clock first. Gotcha. Uh, but, like, okay. once you do, he will be available. And he will be have available I... permanently unless something changes. <laughs> have I ticked any boxes in that four clock, or is it just yeah, starting? Yeah, uh, you started with one. Okay, cool. Uh, because I, that's what I had you do the second consort for. Okay. Uh, and a, th- a three is a like a failure equivalent. just gives you one tick on the clock. And so like mm-hmm. you, you made the thing known. He's like, yeah, I'm up for it. You just have to do all the hard work of figuring out how that's going to happen. So mm-hmm. good luck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there. that's a, a that's a one of four ticked on that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and you, and what I'll say is like, you can continue working on this during this downtime if you want. There's mm-hmm. not like a lockout or anything. Right. Right. Yeah, so, um, any ideas on what I could do to help with the doctor situation? Um, so his, so his specific thing is just, like, he needs to be sure that, like, he's going to come here and have, be paid for it, basically. Uh, I think you could really phrase, frame anything like that, vis-a-vis whether it's getting paperwork in order, or if it's, like, making some connections, or if it's, like, getting, uh, you know, doing a fucking like writing a grant or something. Like I feel like there's, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of ways you could go about so, making this happen. Yeah. Um. So maybe what I could do is like, basically, uh, I want to scope this doctor out, mm-hmm. so I can like round up like all the paperwork and information we need like from him and like take it to him to get it all down at once and like chat him up. Maybe like as yeah. a consort or sway. Yeah, that sounds. I I could see that. Um, let me think. Um, just like so, it's like a, you know, make it look official so that it's not just like his friend from seven years ago being like, "Hey, I got a job opening." Maybe. Yeah, Before sure. You. Uh, I feel like he's. I feel like that's something that you could go do that, like in the. A nebulous amount of time you have for downtime. Like you might do, there might be a little bit of travel involved, but nothing that is beyond your ability. Uh, yeah. Let's say. Um, so yeah, like so you're okay. gonna meet up with him somewhere and like, all right. and doctor's resume for him essentially. Yeah, is that the idea? Or all right, all right, everyone, uh, blue like royal blue uniform or black dress. Oh shit! Black oh. dress. Black dress with okay. the tights underneath. Anyways, um. yeah. <laughs> Short skirt, uh, long jacket. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. I would say. Ba-ba, let's see. Uh, yeah, I feel like consort is appropriate for this. Uh, I could also see a. 
I can also see study working. Uh, uh, I, I do not have study, unfortunately. I could see interface working also if you were, like, trying to actually do, like, doctoring, like, doctor his resume, doctor his resume, <laughs> uh, so to speak. But uh, I think consort is the obvious yeah. choice I'll, you're trying to do. Yeah, I'll roll consort. Yeah. All right. Just sort of vibe check this hamster here. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I got a one. Uh, oh, well, damn. I mean, you uh, talk with him, go over his history, try and th- put up the thing. Um, and I guess the the thing is, is that like, and this is still like a one tick, so you're at two of four. Um, I think the thing is just like his resume is just is just I was a doctor on the Ad Astra until the Ad Astra didn't exist, and then there isn't really a job history after that. <laughs> Gotcha. Or nothing mm. that's relevant, at least. Mm. He moved on yeah. to other... Uh, started he, doing, like, late, uh, other manual he, he started doing work that he doesn't necessarily need to include in any resume, let's say. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I was working so, under the table. Look, I've been there. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, okay. just because I haven't um, practiced in I might as have many to, years it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm <laughs> unfitting. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, get... Oh, great. Uh... Gabrielle's gonna make a mental note to look into this guy, like... Oh, for uh, sure. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, you know, the underworld connections. (laughs) Maybe see if Tez names her. (laughs) God. Okay. Okay. Alright, who wants to go next? That actually gives me an idea of what I can do. Oh, yeah? What's up? Um, so I am going to, like, Pfeffer is going to also work on this long-term project. He's approaching it from the other direction, which is, um, he is going to, uh, be talking with, like, the, like, board of directors, I guess, for, like, the local hospital where we could be setting this guy up and getting them to, trying to get them to accept this kind of shady character. Sure. Uh, I could see really anything working for this, honestly, depending how yeah. you want to approach it. Like, it's going to be sway, command. Uh. I am I am thinking consort in this case, mingling with allies and acquaintances. Okay. Command could apply because, like, technically his family owns the land. That yeah, as I say, if, if you're being especially forceful about getting this happening, you could definitely swing this as command if you want to. You it's know just, what? You know, I think I do kind of like using command. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of part of the officer's gimmick. He's not going to be like browbeating anyone, but he's basically coming in like, "Hey, this is what's going to I, happen." Yeah, I've got this. I have got this. As you might have heard, there's there's a squad operating out of my house now. Um, <laughs> we need some. We're going to need some like specialist medical staff on hand because I don't want to draw your doctors away from other important projects and there's this guy so uh don't worry about it don't worry about it he's definitely i've already got it taken care of yeah we're we're not worrying about any part of it (laughs) yeah now um i am working with just one d because i do still have the offended harm um, yeah, I would say because this, like, I th- I'm of the inclination of harm to be, like, relevant to, like, if I'm going to penalize it for you for it, it's going to be relevant to, like, like, I wouldn't penalize you for being offended if you were, like, you know, vaulting a wall or whatever, but mm-hmm. you're specifically doing a social thing, and I think being in a diff- being in an off mindset might be uh, fucking with that, so I am inclined to agree with you. Okay, then. Then I am um I can't, I can't necessarily think of a way to like recruit someone else into helping you for this. I'm honestly just going to spend two stress. I think because yeah. I am blank now. Hey, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Um. 
And I'm going to take this up to 2d6. I think um, you technically also have the option of spending uh, uh, crew materials to uh, push I don't, yourself on stuff I don't like want this. to do that right now. Okay, I, I only mention it because you are actually very limited in the amount of crew materials you can keep right. on hand by default. So, uh, oh, what's the so, limit? Yeah, uh, the limit is is four each to start. Oh, okay. Um, so we're already two each right now. Yeah, yeah we're already and, like so, half topped off then. Okay. Yeah, but what I'll what I'll say is you can spend upgrades to increase the storage, which would let you have more on you. Oh, good. Uh, but that's crew upgrades, which you know is a thing. Yeah, I would rather at least save that for things that I can't use anything else to boost. You know, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So rolling two d six, I can do it myself. Oh, another three. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, beans. Um. Yeah, I can't. Uh, di- I'm I'm disinclined yeah, no, to offer I- collateral and downtime. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's another uh one mark tragically, uh, which is why I put this at four instead of anything else because I didn't <laughs> want this to risk being a whole oh boondoggle. Uh, but here we are, and I think it's just like uh, I think the ho- the what happens is that you like you kind of do this, and the hospital's like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we are. This is something we'd be willing to do. Uh, we able to put them up. Uh, I think it's like we will do this as long as you can. Uh, I think it's prove credentials and or uh, otherwise hook them up with the supplies that they would be able to support him without uh, overtaxing themselves as is. Because either right. way, like they okay. still have to make room for him, and he still has use of their supplies and stuff like that. So. Gotcha. Okay. And that, uh, I, that's what I think it is. Just like either pr- either prove he's like completely above board or otherwise that it's not going to be expensive to keep him around. Okay. Um, I know that the next in order would normally be Sarah, but I do order have smarter. an idea of how to finish out this clock. Okay. Order smarter, let's hear it. Okay, uh, so I would like to have tea with Lady Humboldt and <laughs> oh. persuade her to fund uh, the the like like just like back the funds so that we can get the supplies he needs i love the nice. idea of this uh oh and you want to tell <laughs> us so i'm just going to assume this is happening uh regardless of yeah. what you roll so you're you know having tea um what does lady humble look like okay so you have drawn a picture of her that's just for me it, it can be whatever it doesn't have to look like that <laughs> I might change okay, so, it depending on your description. We'll see. Okay, so basically, like, Lady Humble is, um, like, like everyone else in, uh, Feather's immediate family, she is, like, a Tycon with, like, squid-like features, and the th- two main things about her is that she is, um, very old and just very large, um, she like both in the sense of like big boned literally and then also like you know having padding on those bones Mm -hmm. um she spends a lot given her age she spends a lot of time in bed so i think that like having tea with her is literally just like you go into her bedroom which is full of all of these like old baubles and such and you have this big four poster bed with like you know, like ve- like veils draped around it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, pulling up a seat and having tea with her while she's got one of those, like, little, um, whatever, like, those trays you have for, like, having breakfast in bed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Aww. 
And I think I, I don't think it actually necessarily needs a whole lot of like strings to get pulled to do that because I see her as like, hey, she 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 yeah. was the one who agreed to let y'all operate this thing exactly, out of her, out of yes. her house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know whether or not this is necessarily your first time meeting with her, it but I think be, if I you know. like, if you like sent. You would have to like ask a butler who then talked to her, no. but I think she would be. Down you have to, to ask have Kiffin. Tea. Yeah, she would. Kiffin. She would be. She would be more than happy to have tea with you, though not just like out of nowhere. It would have to be like for tea, you know, like the mm-hmm. daily event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So let's say it's it's at tea. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. tea is in Caligari, uh, I don't actually even know when it is in the UK technically, so don't <laughs> ask me. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kiffin is there. Uh, he's a he is a character who we described in the Origins episode. He's kind of an uh, he's a also a Tycan, but cat uh, kind boy of an, butler. Yeah, he's a cat boy butler who's like sort of an older <laughs> uh, an older gentleman. He's a, like not he's not, a cat man butler. Exactly. Yeah, he's a cat <laughs> man. I would say he's in like his probably his like fifties ish. He has like this uh, this drawn back uh, gray hair, uh, some tasteful stubble, kind of. Uh, s- always kind of somber and contemplative expression and he's pouring you tea and you're there with uh lady Amistra Humboldt uh who is this who makes who like I, th- I think it's not just like she's big I think it's like she makes Pfeffer look less big <laughs> like, it, it, is, it is remarkable how a woman this old is just like this gigantic like just in every imaginable way and, then- and and so, uh, tell me how you're pitching this, I guess, uh, to her specifically. I think I guess, oh, before I guess before you do, she's like, "Oh, you uh, is this your first time meeting her?" I think this is my first time meeting her. You must be one of one of little Feffy's new uh, recruits, <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely, it's it's a pleasure to meet you, Miss, and I'm going to kiss her hand. Oh, so <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so. So tell me, I know I'm I'm sure you are uh just appreciative of a of a of a pleasant cup of tea as anyone is, but I must imagine that for such an occasion there is something you'd like to discuss. Well, I definitely wouldn't need a reason um <laughs> in, in the future, but and this time I, I I do have something I'd like to discuss. Uh I have an old friend, uh, and we are in need of a medic, uh, and my friend is trained as such, and I, uh, the only problem is, is we need a little bit of, um, support, uh, financially speaking, uh, with, uh, some of the supplies that they need. Uh, all right, go ahead and roll me. I'm going to say this is definitely consort because you're okay. uh, interacting with. We rolled consort for this a lot, but that's fine. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't push. know if there's specific rules about it. I also don't care. I, I enjoy gonna... that they're brute forcing us. Don't push yourself. Don't push yourself. Yeah. You, you have oh, one. Okay. You have one tick left. You literally cannot fill the clock. You can't not yeah. fill the clock. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If there was like failures that would take away from it, no, then I would push no, myself. No, but no, there no. is not. Okay. Yeah. I'm just having you roll for formality's sake because I want to see if maybe yeah. you finally. No, another three. <laughs> it's a, it's a three. Just a cool. mediocre job all around. <laughs> I think, I, I think uh, her her response is very like you know uh, slow, but uh, not not slow as in judgmental. Just slow as in it takes a lot of effort for her to move her body at all. <laughs> uh, but there's like a single nod, and she's like, "Oh, you needn't worry about that. I'll take care of it. I'm supportive of all your endeavors, and I'm so glad to see that." 
uh, despite everything, well, little Feffy is still able to fight for the crown in the, every way he can. That he is. Feffy! <laughs> Feffy! <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're going to uh, 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 now, now, uh, now. Enough of business. Tell me about, and then it like we we chat for the what rest she, of the time. Uh, uh, let me real quick. What are you asking her to tell you about? I just uh, want to know I personally. I just want to know like stories. Okay. Oh, she'd have so many stories to tell you. Stories about. like like stories about Faffy and stories about like just the. the the, the family in general. I'm just being a pleasant young man. Oh, God. <laughs> very, very fond of you, she is. Um, so, Good. yeah, with that, the the short, long-term project that turned into a long, long-term project Whoops. to... <laughs> it's fine, Dice, uh, to get uh, your old a- your old ally and kind murderer uh, what was it? Cowbar? Cow- what Cowsar. Hell? Cowsar. There you go. How is that and- spelled? Uh, K A U S A R. Kowsar. Okay. Kowsar. Um, and with that, after like a day or two of hand waving, however long downtime is, uh, he arrives on site and uh, is it greets whoever would want to greet him ostensibly. <laughs> is maybe inter- he's definitely there. I say like, I feel like there's an in- being introduced to the team thing. Maybe a uh, barrier brass puts it on. I want to believe. Know. I want to believe. By the way, that in that in all of this, with like Gabrielle and and Giuseppe and Pfeffer all like running around trying to get paperwork and trying to get clearance and and making tea plans with Lady Humble. <laughs> in all of this, Bella is just like crashed on a couch somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wrapped um, up in bandages and just sleeping. Just- you know, man, getting shot sucks. You know, you know what I will say? Stabbing at the wound so, in the mirror, so, worriedly. So, without going to the whole thing of redescribing box for like the, the third episode in a row, um, so you know how we described uh, the how Looker from last mission as being kind of if Hugh Jackman was a little uh, a lemur bat mole man. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Kauzar looks like Guillermo del Toro. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love him. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to establish that he 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 looks a little bit like Guillermo del Toro. He would be he would be voice acted by Guillermo del Toro, but I am not going to imitate that man's accent sure. for fear of uh, for fear of being destroyed uh, by God and and not God. Um, so, but yeah, so he is now around, and you officially have a doctor. Yeah, which means that now. Uh, as as for as long as you have him, which is to say, unless you fucking do something that makes it impossible for him to keep being <laughs> a doctor for you, uh, ostensibly, um, you now can do recover actions uh, without having to spend stress and not being penalized for it. Good. Yay. So, okay. With that in mind, uh, Red, I yeah. believe you are the person who hasn't acted yet on the second stage. <laughs> yeah, I, I would very much like to heal. Who would feel a lot of trouble to get you this hamster? <laughs> So what I'm what I'm going to say is so normally you would roll uh, for tier of NPC and then plus any bonuses you have. I'm going to say to start that he's just a tier one just to keep it simple and direct. Sure. Uh, and you have the bonus from infirmary, so you're going to be rolling two D for this. Do I have that just in my? Copy? And he and and his in his tier may improve depending on the. Hey, there's a five in there. That's Yay! Fun. Um. So any level one harm you have is cleared. Cool. Uh. For free. 
And then on a five, I believe you get, yeah, you get two ticks on your recovery clock. Cool. And then if you would want to, you can spend a personnel to in, to either add an extra die uh, retroactively, which wouldn't be a good idea, uh, or to directly increase the, the tier of your success, which... Mm, would that add an extra two, or would it only it add would, It would add one. Ah, it'll be all so right. The, yeah, so the thing is, like, it would be useful if you rolled a six and you wanted to make it a crit, so you just instantly filled your clock. Right. Uh, but, you know... Um, so yeah, uh, you do that, um, feeling a little bit better, uh, the shoulder wound still hurts like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. uh, but okay. Oh, sorry, uh, one other question, does this downgrade, no, I guess not, it wouldn't downgrade the level 2 harm to a Not one. until your healing clock fills. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, the only thing you get for free whenever you act is if you have any level 1 harms are gone. Okay, cool. Um, alright, with that, we are at the third downtime phase, mm. uh, so... Who wants to go first? Oh, I do. Okay, back to back. Let's yeah, hear it. <laughs> let's, let's get this one. Because uh, I want to cut loose as well. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And so what I want to do is... Um, can I... No, I don't want to spend points yet unless everybody else is cool with it. But yep. can I, I wore, spend again, like I a... Wore- I will remind you, you have very limited storage, and after sure. next mission, you are going to do another supply reward roll, and I believe, I'll double check, but I believe if you earn any extra, it's just gone. Oh. Like, it gets yeah, funneled, back, it. It gets funneled okay. back into the organization I, instead of going back. Can I use one of our, our I, maybe it's personnel, I'm not sure, but may I use uh, tell one me of ours? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? To roll, to essentially roll cut loose and an insight thing into the same... Uh, into the same kind of well, you can just moment sp- in time, I suppose. Oh, we can just say they're the same moment in time, but yeah, yeah. you could just literally spend, I believe training is, uh, <laughs> let's see, yeah, train downtime activity is a personnel, so you can spend a personnel to get a free train downtime activity. Cool, then I'm going to do that. Cool. Um, uh, and then I'm also going so, yeah. to pester Gabrielle. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> for, um, for it is a cut loose. It's a combat training thing, but combat in the um, like in the study way to like teach sparring. How yeah, kind of like sparring. You're you're labbing combos is what you're doing. Yeah, labbing combos, teaching how to like how to <laughs> like read mode. people's body. You know, not yeah, so you're, much. You're, you're trying to pick up on the iframes. <laughs> Not so much just, like, fight like the kind of person who ran a bar for nine years and knows how to smash a chair over yeah. somebody's head, but, like... Oh, yeah. I didn't know you wanted to read my body, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> teach okay. me how to read bodies is what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm graceless, if you haven't noticed. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm not oh, fluent I'm, in body language. I'm just imagining Gabrielle, like, are you sure you want to do this in the VR sparring arena? Or <laughs> what, what exactly are you asking me here? Right, um, I'm cleaning up, though. Yeah, um, I, I think you can incorporate that as an insight, because I, I feel like, depending on how this goes, like, you know, hunt and survey and engineer can all uh, fit into some permutation of that in one way or another. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, so, sounds like you're doing this. Sure. Uh, you're cool with with doing this VR sparring, Gabrielle? I am, yes. 
All right, cool. We can figure out if it's uh, reciprocal later. Mm. Uh, so, uh, tell us what the scene looks like. Oh. Like, tell, like, let's go through it and, like, figure out, like, let's do some freeform. Yeah, I think that the there is an actual, probably, like, a setup for it in the workshop. Like, the workshop is kind of like our, um, like, our one one size fits all sort of mech area. It's like a pretty big building. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's the VR, the VR training stuff is set up there. Um, and, you know, Bella is just <laughs> probably not taking it terribly seriously. <laughs> She's just shooting the shit. Like, yeah, you know, I, uh, I don't think I would call myself particularly tactful. Uh, I'm mostly just used to, you know, like throwing guys through the bar window and that kind of thing. Uh, not. Oh, like a Western. Yeah, like a Western. Absolutely. (laughs) It was very, very cool times to be able to pull that kind of thing off. (laughs) I feel like Westerns is several centuries ago, but people still enjoy them. Also, I don't, I, I feel like they might, they might not even, I feel like, I like the idea that they're inexplicably still called Westerns, despite any, uh, despite any cultural context. Not exactly existing. There's a context of the West, except in this case, it's like Russia and it's probably the East instead. (laughs) So I guess they're Easterns. Sure. So. Like old cowboy movies. So how does how does a VR setup work in this setting? Is it hey how, you you fucking tell me, man? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just I, a holodeck. It it's <laughs> it's Gundam. Whatever you think would be appropriate in a Gundam, I'm I'm flexible. Um, like the only thing I'll say I, is that there is a degree dude, which like internet and what? cyber technology is kind of like a little bit maybe magical, quote unquote, because of Okay, uh, so once again the only Gundam I've watched is G Gundam, so we're gonna strap on our football helmets. And <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah get, in, get, get in the chambers that spin latex bodysuits over you or whatever, completely oh, inexplicably. Um, you know, you joke, but <laughs> Yeah, I, I joke, but I realize Gabrielle would I would love I would love be... jumpsuits for this, but yeah, I, maybe <laughs> once maybe once we're in the simulation. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, give me okay. a little bit of how but, the sparring uh, looks, at least. <laughs> okay. You know, we're probably just in like chairs with headsets and like controllers, right? Hands. Okay. Sure. Sure. Or maybe we've got some. Um, probably not like the empath technology, but maybe we. I don't know. Maybe it can read our brain uh, waves, kind of brain, thing. Yeah, like one of those cat ear headphones a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, to get close enough. I'm I'm sure that's a a thing that is doable in some capacity. It's probably like a weirdly complicated setup because like, I think it's a thing where like, you're not necessarily literally jacking it into your brains or anything, but there's a degree like there's a tab that you put on your tongue or something and there's a wire that goes into the headset. Like it's collecting lots of other like, uh, really miscellaneous seeming like biometric data to... Uh, I guess composite a degree of uh, of of control that an empath would have that just most people don't. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. So I figure inside we got on like a yeah like practice mode. It's like the the cube where it's like uh, white with like gray lines mm-hmm. marking out uh, a grid of like I don't know every meter or so. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, in, a pr- so. in, a, in a Dreamcast fighting game right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Cool. Uh, 
Uh, do you, what is there anything else you want to do with the scene, or is oh, yeah. gonna have a cool oh montage? yeah, no, uh, yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna fight? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking make it happen. Let's go. Bella, Bella yeah, yeah. So Gabrielle's Gabrielle's in like a black jumpsuit, like in the simulation. <laughs> uh, like Gabrielle already has her outfit picked for the simulation. Yeah. Like the like the mechs are in there. <laughs> or did you just want to like do hand to hand? Mm, it's not because it's not a mech training. It is hand to hand. I actually like the idea of it not being hand to hand, or it being hand to hand, but in like a VR setting to put like a bit of physical distance between Bella and Gabrielle at first. Um, but Bella is like grinning at her, like you know, next time we could just throw down in the real world. I think that would be way more fun than uh, you say with all you this say with the shit. current sh- uh, bullet wound in your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you you rest up and get fixed up, and then I'll be happy to beat you wherever you like. Oh, that does sound like a good time, actually. I, uh, I've never right. had my ass kicked by, like, a spec ops type person before. It's usually, you know, drunken miners who want to throw beer bottles at my head. I think that actually sounds like a way more graceful oh. way of getting my ass kicked. Oh, miners, like... In the ground. Yeah, miners okay. in the ground, not like small okay. children. I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe they're sometimes the there's like an 18 year old who like gets really pissed off about you getting his fake ID. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, maybe the Aces High graduate has more experience with drunk young people than drunk miners. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> who knows? I was about to be like, oh, high school, right? But then no. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the first question is, uh, is this? So this is our third, you know, thanks. This is uh, Red's last action. Uh, mm-hmm. Gabrielle, are you like reciprocally uh, spending uh, your action to do this recover stress, or is this just a thing that you're doing? Um, As I, I don't know that you really have a whole lot of stress, so it probably I've, I've got one stress. I'm not... One, you can still overindulge. So like, yeah, you, I'm not. So, yeah, so it's, it. a, it's a thing where, like, if you ever want to so, take a risk and overindulge, that's completely fine. Uh, the consequences aren't that bad, maybe. Um, so, like, yeah, no, Gabrielle won't be recovering stress, but she doesn't tend to enjoy this. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, you enjoy this, but, uh, so, Red, uh, you're going to roll 1d6, because that's as many uh, connections as you have with Gabrielle right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be the amount of stress you recover. Two... Uh, you recover two stress. Oh, wow. Uh, I think there's probably a degree to which, like, uh, you're trying to get into it, but the problem is, like, even in the VR, like, when you start, like, doing the fucking CQC maneuvers or whatever, mm-hmm. your shoulder hurt starts acting up real bad. Right. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, that makes it sense. Gets, it gets kind of distracting. Um, but yeah, and what you're also going to do is go ahead and mark a second tick in your uh, relationship clock with Gabrielle. And when you think of one, uh, pan a new belief about her uh, based on this interaction that you've mm, had. Okay. Sounds It'll be a, good. And, and as I've said before, it's an additional belief, not like replacing the one that you already have. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So uh, we still have three people left in this phase of downtime. Um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, recover. Also, I'm going to use this time to... Um, say the new belief I've added for Giuseppe. Um, It is partially influenced by the whole doctor thing that has happened, but also I think could easily have been informed just by like learning about uh, 
his old mentor and all that. Mm-hmm. And the next belief is he opens up to the wrong people. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, I, oh! I love the now double irony of the fact that you had that after you had a revealing interaction with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yes, I'm going to try and reduce my harm for being offended. Um, yeah. Um, if, if we're tying this into, like, the mid-bay, I'm willing to t- make this just a matter of, like, him... Have a talk therapy uh, session with this <laughs> kind murderer. I'm open to that, or I'm also open to him just, like, trying to chill or something like that. Yeah, um, so here, I think... Here, take a Xanax and lie down. Uh, so I was gonna say, it's just <laughs> specifically just, like, narratively, since you're, like, probably not convalescing uh, this, uh-huh. because it would literally cost you stress to do so. Right. Uh, what I'll say is he's probably involved in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, do you just, like, are you talking, are you, like, trying to, like, I like the idea of maybe you just, like, meet him and make small chat, either that or, like, you're like, hey, I got so, like, and having some kind of social interaction there, or literally just like, hey, I've been, like, really irritable, and it's like, oh, yeah, I know a a, a psychiatric uh, substance <laughs> I can I can prescribe you in low doses if you're, if you're feeling I- like this is a normal problem. <laughs> I like the idea that he was just, like, talking to the guy to, like, hey, welcome aboard the team, these are, like, things you should know, and then he just starts oversharing, because this guy is, like, weirdly, (laughs) this guy is, like, weirdly open or something like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and the thing is, like, so it's, like, you're oversharing, uh, he he might also overshare a little, depending, he seems (laughs) pretty gregarious, um, but yeah, go ahead and roll me for the 2D for formality's sake, but, like, because, uh, just because, you know, maybe you'll have... I don't really think there's a reason that you'd need the extra text. Yeah, so you can fill up your healing clock by two, but the thing is, the the level one goes away regardless. So well, I do not have a level one right now. So oh yeah, I'm so you have a level two. Like- oh no, okay, so it is actually important. Um, and what I will also say is, uh, though it wouldn't actually automatically fill your healing clock, uh, like long term projects, uh, you can spend uh, personnel or material depending on the activity. In this case, I believe it's personnel uh, to improve mm-hmm. the tier of your success. Um, I don't really think right. you would need to do that unless you wanted to make sure that if you rolled a one next time it would be fine uh but yeah um so i so like i so like i did roll just a three so does that mean i just tick a one or a two? Oh, you did just roll three shit you're right yeah uh, <laughs> yeah you would only roll you would only tick one i am sorry <laughs> It's okay. Bad um, rolls. Dice. Oh man. We rolled all those sixes in the last session. This is our this yeah, is no, our karmic retribution. We're very good in the mm-hmm. we're very good in the field, but less good with the downtime ops. Yeah, our personal um, lives are kind of a mess it's feeling like yeah. it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, it does make a lot of sense over here. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, mark one on your healing clock then. Um yeah, I think then that um I'm down to leave this so wait. It would be personnel? Um, it would be personnel to either add an additional dice or bump up the tier of your success. Okay. Yeah, go um, ahead and spend it. I mean, we still got two, right? Yeah, I think... Well, I'm you have going... one personnel, because uh, Red, Red, spent, Red one. spent one. Right. Yeah. Um, well, the mechanics seem to want us to spend it, so... I'd... Yeah, um... I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and spend one. Um. Yeah. Uh. So go ahead and bump it to your success. So instead of filling one clock, you fill two clocks. Yeah. And I or and you fill know what? Or I'm two just, segments. Yeah. Rather. Excuse me. Right. And I'm. And I think it would be fun to say that maybe this reflects him winding up having to actually like get some get some pills or something. 
So. Yeah, he's 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 like, look, it, every, no one no one wants to. I understand it's a scary thing to feel like you're not necessarily as much the master of your own fate, so to speak, as uh, as people like to think. But it's perfectly normal, I assure you. All right. So cool. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, we still have Gabrielle and Giuseppe with uh, turns left. All right. Let me see the guy. The thing is, I want to to expand social things, but the only way to really do that is going well, to be... Tell me what you want to do. With... Hmm. What do you want to do? I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, what I mean is not... I'm not asking you what move you want to do. I'm asking yeah. you, what is the social thing that you want to do? We can figure it out. One of my GM principles is use long-term projects to break the rules. <laughs> so, uh, if, yeah. it comes, if it comes to that, uh, we'll figure something out. <laughs> Okay, cool. Like, uh, I have two two directions I would want to go. One would be, like, a long-term project that goes specifically with my drive of, like, find out exactly what happened on the Adrastra. So, That's like, trying, trying to do that. And then the other thing would be, like, just, like, get to know and earn the trust of my teammates. Uh, I think that one, the second one, is going to be a cut-loose thing, probably. Because okay. there's not, like... There's not a mechanical thing where I can say, you have their trust now, and yeah. that, it does something. So I wouldn't impose sense. a long-term project tax on that. Um, yeah. But I will say, if you know what you want to do vis-a-vis your personal drive, and you want to start working on it, then let's talk about it. Okay, then let's do that. So, um, I... So first off, what's your, like, obviously you can't do the drive as a long-term project because the drive is yeah. the drive. You have to spend the drive to do it. But what are you going to do to start working on that drive? I think the first thing that I'm going to be doing is, one, exploiting the amount of clearance that I have now oh. with the military and finding everything that, out that I can personally about mm -hmm. that event, as well as uh, like working on perhaps like getting higher clearance with it if i find redactedness towards okay. that okay so let's say let's call this exploiting clearance mm -hmm. um let's call this a um i'm gonna call it six let's call it a six step clock okay. to see where this ends up going so how are you gonna start doing this how are you gonna start exploiting your clearance I think the first thing is, like, I am just going to sit down at a computer and see how much I can access. That, like, sounds, like, that sounds like a study to me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, all that's, right. that's pretty cut and dry. That sounds like a study to me. Alrighty, one second. I have two in study. Um... You are diagnosed with being a nerd. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> A there. two and a three, tragic. Uh, um, it never I, ends. Just straight up, uh, turns out, what you have access to is very little. In fact, might even be less than a usual room. Oh. Oh. Mm. There, is a there is a degree to which you are realizing, like, oh, there are especially some things that are, like, uh, let's say especially, like, what would be common access files about, like, Solaros and diplomacy or, like, best practices or etiquette or whatever that you are denied access to. Mm. And you have a level of clearance that is not, like... Like, whenever it would come up in an error code, it would say you're, you're, you have a level of clearance that is, like, uh, 01X instead of 01. Mm-hmm. 
So like, it's just straight up, you do not have a whole lot of access here. Um, I will make a note of the, because I didn't with the first one, but I will make a note of uh, this project on the splash screen. Uh, but I'll keep going with that. Um, but yeah, so you try yeah. and test your thing and find that uh, you do not really even have a whole lot of access to start working with. So whatever Oof. you do next might involve have might involve rectifying that. We'll say. Or, or just like stealing Giuseppe's password, which <laughs> be password one two three question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, I believe Gabrielle is the only one with a downtime action left. Okay, so I don't need to cut loose or recover. Um, I've already trained. So I'm thinking either enhance or I'm also looking at schmooze. Um, Ooh. It sounds like bad taste to try to schmooze Solarosa right now, <laughs> but also there's a reason schmooze the is there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to do that, uh, let me go look over that move again. Uh, where is schmooze? Say what your pilot does to improve relations with a faction. And make a fortune roll using an appropriate action. So, what are you doing to Schmooze to improve your relationship with Solarosa? Hmm. To go over their uh, the Theocracy faction, uh, church uh, broadly formed around the kind of mythologized version of the events of our Blades and Dark campaign. Uh, wildly inaccurate, but you know that's just how it goes sometimes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if there's any other... I think the the big thing with them is that they're uh, to Aside from just, like, the usual kind of, like, faith-based, like, oh, it's community, it's uh, it's positive things, it's, uh, it's you know, be- being beneficial to everyone uh, for the sake of goodness. There's a degree to which they also have a... Uh, res- like, the angel equivalent for them, like, instead of being a, a, a reflection of perfect divinity is instead kind of what you would associate with being the European headsman kind of situation where it's the holy there the thing there there's a degree which like they consider people who do bad things for the sake of the innocent whole to also be holy mm. if that makes any sense is there no, like kind of oh no, that makes complete sense i think you do yeah that you, that's you kind of their as like a like a medieval executioner yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they they t- they take the weight of the sin so that the other so that everyone else can be free of it, and that's like a holy thing. And that's they think right. that's like kind of the what you would consider at least to be kind of the joining aesthetic or maybe stereotype of the religion as a whole, of just mm-hmm. like in and because Giuseppe can speak from this of his personal experience. Uh, the church is not necessarily above uh, getting into the shit. Uh, for the sake of whatever their mysterious objectives are, and they are just as quick to mark it off as being a necessary evil, in literally those words in all likelihood. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, so yeah, Gabrielle doesn't yeah. understand this mindset uh, whatsoever, <laughs> so I'm having a very difficult time uh, trying to figure out what would appeal to them. Oh, uh, I mean, um, so what I'll say is also, uh, like... We could, uh, I could... Hmm, I don't want to offer my services, and just apologizing doesn't seem appropriate for, like, a whole role, so... But... I don't uh, know, why do you even, like, approach... <laughs> send a gift basket. Like, maybe just, like, maybe just, like, approaching some kind of representative and just being like, hey, you might be hearing from us in the future because 
it's our job to talk with people, and so we're trying to open channels here. Mm. That um, sounds... What if it's, like, it, trying but, but to... The thing is, it has to be specifically something to improve, to, like... Because the result of this is whatever you roll is going to increase trust, so I guess I would... Well, no, it doesn't have to say beneficial, it just has to say improve relations. And maybe opening lines of communication is a way of improving relations. I could see that. What if it's, like, uh, opening lines of communications very specifically with the branch? With, like, the... the whatever the equivalent of, like, an archdiocese in Caligari is... Oh, I love that. I mean, there probably is one. Okay. You like, know? They, I say it's not sovereign in the way that the Imperial City is, but, you know, there's churches. There's yeah, probably, I mean, a, there's this, probably this... a a archdiocese or whatever the fuck of this specific, like, kind of general area. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what? Yeah, I guess as the envoys, maybe I can, uh, go open channels with them and, uh, let them know that we're trying to make friends yeah sounds good willing um, since, to assist yeah this seems like it would either be a consort or a sway I'm inclined to say maybe consort because let me look at consort again you mingle with allies and acquaintances you gain access to resources information people or places you might make a good impression and make a new contact with your social grace so yeah it seems like consort yeah that sounds right okay yeah and, so um, give me your consort I'm going to uh Burn stress to push myself on this to get a second die. If that's how yeah, it sure. works still. Okay. Um, cool. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to say at least for this downtime. Sure, I'll double check the rules because I'm not sure if spending uh, resources to push yourself is like what you have to do in downtime. But like for this session, I'm inclined to say that's fine. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> okay. Uh. I'll, yeah. Okay. Enter. Yeah. I rolled a four and a, a one, so a four, four is okay. Yeah, so you make some inroads, you make yourself known, you're able to get an audience with probably not the Archdiocese, but... Oh, an is. audience with. I thought you said get an audience. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> Ga- that's Gabrielle's like, canonical. That's yeah, Gabrielle's don't know. Uh, don't. Wanda Green. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she didn't even she, say anything yet. But she, 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 she like talks to a, a, a clerk or something, or a cl- you know, and it's like, yeah, I yeah, mean, she, she still, you, she still you, got the black dress going. She, she's like, yeah, you, you, you can, you, uh, you uh, may, I may be able to grant you audience or whatever. And, you're, and uh, Gabrielle's saying, they're like, the nasty. Oh, <laughs> am I, gonna, I wasn't expecting to do this today, but shit. <laughs> um, you, so, you alter boys are freaky. Yeah, um, okay, so you're able to make those connections, uh, set yourselves up. Uh, <laughs> not, well, I don't know, maybe you make those connections, I'll, but that's on you, I don't know. Uh, we'll say the official record uh, doesn't mention it, so, uh, but yeah. So on that's a up four, to you all, folks. On a four, you improve trust by, where she moves? On a four, you improve trust by two, which if I'm not mistaken, Damn. and... Uh, I don't believe I am. Yeah, that actually bumps you back up to being neutral. Good. Okay. Yay! So, oh, nice. they are, they are. in fact, it's actually a little bit extra over where you were. You now have one trust with them as opposed to wow, zero. Wow, okay. Uh, your, relationship, wow. your relationship is still zero, but you mm. are no longer negative with anyone right now. Which is, Good you know, job, is, uh, Gabrielle. You know, that makes sense. I'm, I'm willing, because this is with, like, the faction as a whole, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so you know you you piss off one of them, you know you got to go kiss up to another yeah. one and try to even things out. 
Yeah. And like usually in your missions, like you're going to be hurting people in a kind of way where a faction is going to lose an incredible amounts of trust with you. But you all specifically did a thing where like we're going to try and make sure both sides get out of this and we're able to do that. So you didn't really lose a whole lot of trust with anyone except for the trust you lost of Solarosa because you attacked <laughs> their squad. Um, womp womp. Yeah, so with that, uh, that is all the downtime actions, unless anyone has any last minute. Uh, I want to spend, I guess at this point, only materiel to do one of the extra materiel moves, um, which uh, would be for reference. Does anyone want to do get a point on their upgrade track for their mech? Cause I don't, oh, for yeah, that's possible. So material, yeah. so material, what you can do... Yeah, um, material. What you can do is you can use it to uh, to do an additional acquire asset, enhance, fix, manufacture, salvage, or upkeep. Okay. Um, I think the ones that would be relevant to you would just be enhance, which is the mech upgrade track. Yeah. Um, That's and then manufacture <laughs> if you wanted to try and like make something uh, for of some kind. Once of Once I get a dot engineer, maybe I'm interested in like the spy drone I see down in like the sample creations. It'd be cool if she's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's an option. And of course, you don't have to spend anything right now either. Yeah. So. We have two, and it could. We our limit is four. I'll use one if you all don't want to. I'll say uh, you have the. I'll say you have the option of enhance. Which the, the the big two for y'all are going to be either enhance, which is going to be training for your mech, or potentially acquire an asset if there is something you thought of that you might. Oh, you know what? I'll say. And mm. here's what I'll say. And this, I'm not going to do this. I was thinking of having this as a stinger, but I couldn't think of like a way to make it like, you know, sensible. Uh, it's you find out the earlier part of the engagement. Which is uh, the engagement that you rolled at the beginning of the session, which is uh, the weird orders that you receive from command. Uh, and you are informed that your strategy for the next mission, uh, at penalty of incurring some kind of consequence, is going to be a transport mission. Ooh. Ooh, okay. This does not necessarily mean that you will be given a transport mission. It means that you are expected to use the transport strategy <laughs> mission you're given. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> well, we definitely should well, upgrade fun. our limo then. <laughs> if... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, go for it. I say I say spend it. Yeah. I don't sure. have any I don't have any qualms about you spending that, Levi. All right. I want it. So there's one left if anyone wants it. Uh, you know what? If nobody else is going to is going to say right? anything, I'll take it. <laughs> Hey, go for it. What are you spending on? Uh, I'm going to also spend it towards vehicle enhance. Great. Cool. Yeah. Brad, both of you, both of you just, af- I like it almost, I'm, I have this image almost of, like immediately after your VR sparring. It's like, cool, time to blow a bunch of company money making our mechs cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. It's like, could you believe how much money the military gets? Oh, it's absurd. Oh, God. God. I can't God. believe we get in this. This is like a cartoon episode where like a character gets like a credit card in the mail. Pfeffer's <laughs> <laughs> Fe- just looking over expense reports later. He's like, they spent like, the material on what? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even ask. <laughs> oh god, no. They totally did they, not even remotely ask Pfeffer yeah. either. <laughs> they, they, they painted flames on Volk? <laughs> Volk is like the whole Megas XLR <laughs> She's got the eight ball, like. Oh god, amazing. <laughs> Alright, and uh, okay. with that, uh, that is going to be the end of downtime. Wait, so like, Yay! what does the next thing actually ne- do? 
Uh, uh, when, will, yeah. Uh, so when you max it out, you can um, like it's like training. Oh, oh, uh, your, oh okay. Like it's training for your next so like, You can take. I yeah, get you. It's XP for the I match. Get you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and um, what was I going to say? So between this session and next, uh, I am going to do some uh, off-air GM rolling for factions and squads and whatever else uh, mm-hmm. based on my whims. And then I'm also going to be coming up with whatever the next mission of Beam Saber Ooh. is. Uh, whether that's whether we are continuing this block or not, I am still going to be working on that. Um, so I guess y'all will find out next week. Uh whether we're whatever is happening with this crew or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much for running. Yeah, tune in next week. Same big gay time, same big gay channel. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick. Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, M.C. Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.